there, and welcome to the best of list article read for the Alex Talks episode, quote, the ultimate experience, end quote, there you go, Alex, um, by one Alexander O'Neill. Um, I'm Logan Wilkinson, of course, and alongside me is the creator, the director, the producer, the writer, the star, the talent of this Alex Talks episode, one Mr. Alexander Montgomery Burns O'Neill. Uh, I mean, there's just, I have so many, where do I start? Yeah. With the, where you got a couple of things wrong in the mm. title and everything. Mm. So, mm-hmm. uh, not Montgomery, still not my middle name. Damn, gonna have really? to, we gotta rain that one now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I did, I made this. Uh, That's true. Well, you don't, oh man, it, the, I thought of so many like weird things about Alex Talks. Yeah. You know, talking about the, it's a video as opposed to an article. There's so much other, like, People don't know that, like, I, I filmed this in the spare bedroom of a house, mm-hmm. which is now occupied, and I, before I shot it, I dragged in my mattress from my bedroom that was adjacent to this one, dragged it in and laid it against the back wall for sound dampening. Still doesn't sound that great, but they don't know that I'm, like, look a little bit sweaty because I just dragged a mattress <laughs> from one room into another. It's like a... 200 pound mattress it's like he looks a little sweaty he looks what's going on i was like oh he just you know don't worry about it he's ill don't worry it's, it's i'm fine. i'm wearing the hoodie because i had sweat spots on my shirt is that, that true? no one would have that's absolutely true no one would have seen them again there's so much about the behind the scenes of this coming through my head yeah that's made even better um yeah, so this is the, the Alex Talks that focuses on the ultimate experience. Um, experience in quotes, not ultimate. I, I was wrong earlier. Oh, oh, okay. Editor's note, Jerry will correct this. Um, and for me, watching this when it came out, this is one of the two big ones that in particular like, I always really loved and like, was like struck so much by. Like, I love this episode of Alex Talks. And even watching it now, um, years removed, it's still like, this is still a good... This is still a good ass Alex talks. Let me tell you what, fam. Um, and your your points are remain really interesting and passionate. I think that's like we'll get into it, but like that's like one of the big things that sticks out to me watching it now is like how much passion I think is put into it. Um, mm-hmm. And also like so like peek behind the curtain. We're recording this right after we recorded a different best of list thing from me, and like see like that one was a very Logan Wilkinson ass piece, and this is a very Alex Nilas piece, and like seeing you hit like. There's a mention of empathy. There's a mention of this. There's like a thing of this. It's like, it was yeah. very cool to be like, there. you're like ticking off some Alex and no boxes here. Life is Strange shout outs, just left and right. Yeah. Roger McCorney shout out. It's like, it was great to. <laughs> this is like a very cornerstone of my brand today. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, you can totally see it for sure. Um, so we'll start with a very basic question. But like, what are, you, what are your thoughts and opinions on, yeah, like watching it, like at the time, I guess, but also like looking back at it now, how you felt about this episode in particular uh it's a lot i'll i'll, I'll condense yeah. it to like the major ones because i just rewatched it too just before we recorded this. we each just watched this yeah and i like i've i watch it every now and again because it's it's the one that has it looks the cleanest right it mm. it you can still see the blurred lines like I, I my image is still like weirdly not super focused or just like super low res or whatever again these are things that i i distinctly remember tr- trying for hours to get right uh for this series and half of them i think look like trash and and have them look okay but the ones that look like okay sound like trash etc cetera, etc cetera. but 
uh, like this is like I think <clears throat> it looks the best. It sounds the best. Uh, I think it was right in the se- like the six episode series of Alex Fox season three that where I started doing like the slide in and slide outs for the cutaways, and I I used a lot less of them in this video, which both hurt and help it. Uh, so like I I think this is probably my favorite as well. It was like the landing mm-hmm. video for our YouTube page for a while because I think it's like the strongest and it's also like like you said very on brand for me. Yeah, uh, so I like it a lot. The thing is so like going back and, and rewatching it with like you know we're working on on some kind of in, in a way like the the spiritual successor to this now as like a group, um, which people will hopefully know about soon, but thinking about how we're working on that and how all the things I've learned over the last three years, again, insane, yes, just to say that. Absolutely insane. It's disgusting. <laughs> um, are, are just like to keep things so much tighter and, and so much more, mm-hmm. like if I did something like this, like there's like four videos in this yes. and I, I'd be like, I'd be the Jarrett Green, I like red ink, like chill, 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 chill. Like let's focus on one of these things. Like, and the the thing is, going back and rewatching it, I'm like, somehow this works. Like this, yeah, all that's co- the thing. If it flows together, I go from like, you know, talking about this one. I I can't even think of what what the opening thing was. Uh, oh, like Ian's persona story, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's crazy to think like this was before Ian was in OK Beast, also, which is just yeah. wild. <laughs> that that is a time that exists. Um, but like. I flow from Ian's persona story to talking about my experience with Dragon Age Inquisition to talking about uh, Inside at some point, I think between the two of them, yep. as like a counterexample to then talking about Roger's Life is Strange. And it's like, this is like three examples too many. Everybody needs to chill. But it like works so well. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is like kind of brilliant. But I know I totally stumbled into that. Like I know... Like the point to point flow was what I was the most worried about when I was writing it, and it is good, but I, I, I didn't see how it all worked together in a bigger picture way uh, until like just now. So I know I didn't know that at the time. Uh, it makes it so I can't give myself full credit on like it working as a whole piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like just in my own head and to my own absurdly high standards, but. It, it holds up in a way that I didn't think it would. Like, I think there's like a cool through line. Um, and I like that. So I would say like my general feelings is like, this is maybe smarter than I am. Uh, yeah. But the thing I don't like is like the audience for this is people who suck. <laughs> like, I feel like if you're like yeah. cool and in your chill, like all of this is, I am just telling you mostly things that you already know. Um, but I think I'm trying to bridge a gap that is not like the audience I speak to normally. Uh, like I'm not talking to like shitty hating video game people. And I think that's like, if, if you were to get the message and it have it be new and, and kind of like a revelation, you have to be one of those people. And that, that, that kind of sucks. Yeah. It's interesting too, because this is a, this is one in particular where it's just, <laughs> It is such an Alex. It's just like it is such an Alex it's, thing. It's very me, <laughs> but like in such a like beautiful way where it is just like it is because like obviously as like two of the biggest like champions of like empathy, we can't we can't be on enough podcasts to talk about this. Um, like this is so much of that message just slowed down, right? Like because like 
it's almost a red herring too, right? Where like you click on this like the ultimate experience and be like, I love the, the best the, way to play the, a video the game. Is so wrong, right? Yeah, yeah right. Like, and then it. it's not actually about that at all. It is about like empathy and like not like fucking murdering people because like they just go through take on a game or something like that. And it's like, and I love the fact that like you also don't like forgive your like don't like forget the th- like the times you've done it too right or like because we've all been guilty right like even yeah the best ones, whether it's like me you greg jared trevor like anybody like we've all had somebody kind of come at one of our favorite games and like kind of felt like that instant like visceral like hey i i like that thing though like this is something i really care about like something that i am passionate about it's like made like a big huge impact on me right like and it it, it does take time and like a bit of effort to not just like lash out at it, right? And like eventually you can get to a point where like me and you can be two chuckleheads like calling the lash versus seven out of ten on a video and getting like ironically enough like flamed in the comments for it. But like it does it it's it always doesn't feel great when somebody like doesn't like something that either you A think they're supposed to like or B something that you were like and then that they like lash out at like not even like dislike but like kind of pile on top of, right? And the yeah. fact that you, like, don't forgive yourself for that, right? And, like, include the times you've kind of made mistakes, you've maybe lapsed or, I think, is, especially in the Dragon, like, age an example of that, like, is really, really brilliant, but also how that ties into, like, the case of the Roger, like, in the case of, like, you being, like, he doesn't like this thing that I both really, really, really thought he would and then be also means a great deal to me. It was my game of the year. It was, like, one of, like, my favorite games of all time, like, had a like deeply profound like kind of emotional impact on me and he doesn't like it he has a very like kind of catalog of issues with it i mean this is a really great video review that you should check out like i think showcase is also like the growth too and also like the maturity and also kind of you like really trying to emphasize like we should be, be we should be better than we are in terms of how we communicate about games online which is like the least shocking or hot take thing you can possibly say but like it's still very much a message that needs to be said right Mm-hmm. and like th- that's like the i like to again that's part of like the the layered brilliance that's like there that i know was not intentional of like i am also taking you on a like a sub journey of like my personal experience and like mm-hmm. i am i am wielding empathy as like the kind of storyteller in this like like a like a fine finely tuned weapon right but i like i i think i didn't consciously realize that at the at when I was writing it of like the order of things really does matter here. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're all, the best thing is like, they are all genuine examples where I got like really <laughs> unreasonably upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I like had a very long conversation with Roger about his review. Uh, and I like, there was to some extent, like a, a very frustrating conversation I had with Ian too. Um, but like that, that forced like personal growth on me and, and, and really did, change my perspective on on a lot of these things mm-hmm. um and like the the reason i made this was i think i just had to talk about that like personal journey yeah. so like and it, it's weird too because i think if i had written this more and, and presented it more from a even more first person perspective uh it might have even it might have i think stood the test of time a little bit better um, but like watching it now, I'm really just talking to myself in a, in a lot of ways, um, as the audience. Uh, 
but I, I don't know. It's cool. It it's weird. I th- I'm getting hung up on like this. Who who's the audience for this? Like, yeah. why am I saying it in such a juvenile way, or in such a like laid out term way to no one in particular, right? Um, but it is like very much a personal reflection. Like, yeah, that's like, what I was going through at the time. To me, it's almost a like a almost like a confessional, right? Like it is it mm. is you like charting your own growth in kind of mini arc here right and like i think that's for me at least one of the things that i think most stands to tell me about it like the things that like most like really shine through in this is that it is like a very earnest act like heartfelt thing right and it's kind of the two resident like super earnest boys at ip here it's like Mm -hmm. that obviously strikes a chord with me there's i'm like i find something in that but like it like i feel like nobody can watch this video that's not true, but, like, nobody should be able to watch this video and not feel like this is, like, an earnest, like, heartfelt, like, just thing of just being, like, hey, like, we can be better, and, like, I've made mistakes, like, I've I've kind of lashed at people and gotten upset at people and been angry over dumb opinions about a video game um, that are inherently a personal thing. Um, and not objective in any way and like been upset and been mad about that and like wasted my own energy at that and it's like it's okay I get it like I've been there I've done that I'll probably do it again in the future at least once or twice it's like but we should strive to raise a collective kind of discourse and measure in which we consider other people's opinions and like thoughts and just have like a modicum of empathy about people right and like that is Alex and Neil distilled down into like a paragraph there but like also that's a pretty damn good paragraph to like kind of have as your thing and like the examples you use the way you use like other people too like whether it's Tyne and Ian or Tyne and Roger like it just strengthens this throughout right and like you keep talking about how like who's the audience for this or like you've kind of stumbled backwards into brilliance kind of thing but it's like I don't know like I think it is a it is like it is a surprisingly I think at the time like but even like like no matter what like it's a really well constructed episode like it is paced very well it is laid out very well it is like you said to begin it is a 15 minute video where like there are four videos kind of in this but like it actually works really great so like it actually works really brilliantly and like that's no small feat or no small measure either right and like i think there's something to that message right like there is obviously we can talk about games better but also, like, that thing of, like, we're, we're all guilty of this, right? Like, it is that omission. Like, we're all guilty of this. We're all, like, nobody's perfect except for Jarrett. And so it's, like, we have to <laughs> we have to be we have to be aware of the fact that, like, we're still capable of this. But, like, that doesn't mean that we can't be better, right? Just because we're human, just because we're flawed doesn't mean that we can't, like, communicate in a somewhat, like, less hostile and divisive or divisive, or divisive. Um, yeah. like, mode, right? And, like, for me... Like you're asking, like, where is the audience face? It's like, well, this is in a po- this is in a pre-Trump is president world, right? So like, it seems <laughs> even more timely now. It seems even more salient now. It seems even more of like a, this is a message we need to hear thing, right? Like, as yeah. it feels like we've almost become like, as it feels like the world has almost become a bit more like unhinged and like less tolerant of like just hearing anything that they don't want to hear, right? Just covering your like ears and just like screaming if it's not what you agree with. It's like, just and like take to a deep be clear. Breath. 
like that was absolutely on my mind like this published the week before election week yeah uh so it was absolutely something that that drove kind of the the thought process behind this whether directly or indirectly i could tell you like where my head was at at the time Mm -hmm. it was an influence for sure yeah and i think i think that is why i've always really loved this video right like it is like sort of a call to arm just be like just be like be better but like be better in a way that isn't like condescending or like high-handed or anything just be like just listen just like literally just like just stop and like listen like why don't they like this thing or why, do you, why or more importantly even like we're not more important but just important like why do they maybe like a thing that you don't like right like that's also part of this is like i don't like this thing but they do and like let's have a competition about that like maybe there are things that they can say or talk about that i didn't notice or i didn't catch or i didn't really kind of understand even that are actually like really clever and really brilliant right like that's those can be the joys of playing video games and having competitions about them and not just kind of like slowly siloing yourself off into these different kind of groups that just all agree in the same thing and all kind of hate the people that don't agree with them and it's like that sounds way less interesting and way less fun and way less kind of creatively fulfilling and rewarding in terms of discussions and conversations yeah i you know there's a lot there's a lot of heart here i like it yeah a lot. uh um, it's, it's it's good remembering that i'm gonna say a question i had while watching this even because you never say one yourself really mm-hmm. is what's a game that you've played a second time through that then made you really enjoy it and really love it oh man i do have games like this mm-hmm. that's a good question isn't it? it it is a very good question i'm trying to think of like what would be like a good I, I I will say just to stall for time while I try and think of an example. Uh, speaking of like kind of the f- there's kind of a closure to each story except for I feel like the Dragon Age one, mm-hmm. uh, which is like I I definitely have seen some of the value that 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 game has brought to a lot of conversation. I like I recognize why it would be a game of the year contender. Um yeah. And and time has kind of like helped me move away from it. Even if I like I think the main narrative of that game is garbage. Uh, and I, I really like. I really hate what it does. Like I, I like Dragon Age two so much. And I hate what it did to like the character from Dragon Age two, but also like to follow up on that story. Um, but like the the things along the way that are really thought provoking. I and like the the characters. Some of the characters in that game are are really cool. Um, man, I like. I can't think of a solid one. I like. I feel like it's it's something like Bioshock two. It's like some hey. game like that. Not necessarily that game itself, but uh, like a, a, a sequel that I played and I didn't like, <laughs> and then like I played again and and liked more. Uh, but I can't think of one off the top of my head. I'm sure it exists. Sequels are interesting ones too because I feel like we carry so much into that, right? Like this, it goes into like the playing a game like the first time thing like chasing redeem dragons which is literally like the very next video i believe in that series and like ties into that right where it is just like you bring so much with you into a sequel that like i feel like those games are in particular like ripe for being either really loved or really not loved um like people have i feel like more like strong emotion defense because now they're like emotionally connected to that series Mm -hmm. and like you can see that even in something as simple and dumb and silly as like the last jedi 
and all of the responses of that where it's like that had almost 40 years of baggage right, and expectations and feelings and everything in it and it's like in the same way where it's like uncharted 3 and i think the reaction and response to that game um, which is obviously one that i really love um but like people have different thoughts on and so it's like i feel like sequels are games in general that are like almost like better played in a way like outside of that like immediate vacuum and like come back in later on and be like what do i just think outside of all of that craziness that happened right like jump back in like a year later like six months later and be like i want to just play this again and experience that again um i feel like the games that really benefit from that yeah I, I i guess maybe i'm just thinking about games that i've gone back and not liked as much the second time which are <laughs> there's a lot of those games so. sure yeah but I think that's that's part of it. I'm like trying to think of a time when I like really fresh eyed looked at a game differently than I did the first time I played it, uh, and and that's so hard, you know. Yeah, it is. It is so hard to do that. Like maybe, yes. um, no, that was another one I didn't like as much. I was gonna say Deus Ex, the first uh, reboot one, but I didn't like that as much the second time. When I actually finished it, I was like, man, no, thank you. Um, I think. I mean, that's 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 the trick, right? Like that's that's part of why i mean like you mentioned that like hey like this is hard for a reason right like if people just don't like shut off it's because like i had a shit time my game whatever like it's like one that obviously happened after this is, like i can't imagine like novice and, and spider-man right like I, like i can't that's such a you can't terrible, uncouple that experience you know yeah like it's such a terrible shitty thing to have, have to like deal with it. and like especially for a game that you're like that excited about like in that you're like you're that like ready to love right and then it's like that that's a kind of experience for like slog through right and it's like everybody else has, has like a great time with it like it's literally ips like game of the year that year for like the editorial side of things and it's like man like that's just literally not the video game i play like it's just like a, it's almost like a completely different game because like what you have to do with like on a like technical side of things right the graphical side of things and it's like Nabishin can go back and play Spider-Man again a second time and they can maybe do and that will like be really rewarded and really awesome and really great and they'll like see why it's so whatever right but also it could just be a thing of like I can't it's it's hard to untwist that first time playing that game through it's hard to like unring that bell right that ultimate experience to kind of find it um and whether or not it's even possible it's not and I think there's something to be said for like playing a game a second time and be like, maybe this isn't what I thought it was. Right? Like that also takes a certain amount of, I think growth and humility and like empathy to like heed the writings or words of like what other people have maybe been saying who didn't like it as much and be like, well, let's, let's see what they have to it. Right. Or like even like, not even if they didn't like it, but like if they just have like a very different like interpretation of it. Right. Like for me, like looking at this now, like a game I think of is like Night in the Woods, where it's like, which is a game I almost chose for book club, where it's like that, like where I'm at with that game and where I feel like others are at are such like diametrically opposed positions. Even though we, like, even though we each ultimately think the game is great, we're like on totally opposite sides of why it's great mm-hmm. and like can't see the other people as like reasoning for why it is the way that they view it as. And like, I think just trying to like hear and read as much as like of their thoughts and their opinions and their like ramblings on it 
um, can only be like beneficial to you in terms of like both criticism in general, but also in terms of just like helping you gather your own thoughts and like helping you kind of formulate a defense of those opinions, right? Like for me, like one of the most exciting things that I would like is like finding opinions that don't agree with my general alignment with mine because I feel like they inherently make yours better, right? They either make yours stronger or they show like, hey, mine's maybe not great. And I think this like essay is also kind of highlighting that thing of like, hey, like if you just talk to somebody, maybe you'll find out that like this thing that you thought is really great, it can still be really great, but also has these kind of concerns and issues with it too, right? Like I think of like some of the criticism from God of War 2018, Mm. Um, where it's like God of War 2018 can be great and a masterpiece and this incredible achievement, certainly from like a technological scale um, and in terms of like world building characters and deliver really like heartfelt narrative. But it can also be this other thing that maybe is trickier and a bit messier and a bit like less sure. Um, And like it can be both things simultaneously just because it's one doesn't diminish what it is on the other side of things and maybe we as players and consumers and fans of games should recognize that these things can be lots of things at once and like that doesn't that doesn't make that doesn't make them any less valid of like what we think of them it makes it almost stronger like they they are they aren't just one dimensional they are these like fully three dimensional like fascinating, complex, weird, messy, wild things. I mean, they are art, right? That's like the whole argument. And like one of my favorite parts of this is just kind of how you like brush over that like dread, how much that's like debated point, which is like, are games art? And it's like, yeah, games are art. Let's just move on. Like obviously, like this is like, the, it's like, yeah, duh. Yeah. And then like, here's, let's talk about that kind of thing. It's just like, we get past it real quick. Um, I remember that was very intentional too. I, yeah, I, I, I like that that bit too uh and like one thing i a criticism i think that some people might have against it not not saying it's a valid one but just some perspective on it like the whole bug thing because like a a game breaking bug is an experience i've been through so it was nice to be able to talk about that to incorporate that into this because it's like hey i've been there i get Uh it um and kind of to even extrapolate on that um if, if folks say like well, why don't you just go back when it's fixed and play it and it's gone and it's like it was never there and you should be able to get through that to some extent that's fair but like mm-hmm. to bring up the example you you brought up Domshin who had um spider-man basically all the animations were messed Completely up borked yeah um but also like there was constant like loading when exploring the city and things like that um it, he the way he put it is like it it breaks the the fourth wall to some extent where like the the kind of performance you are putting up with you will give it certain liberties um but once it's broken and it's not working those liberties are gone so suddenly you're asking questions that maybe the game designer wouldn't want you to ask and once you just kind of buy into but because the game is broken you just can't buy into it so like why is spider-man taking so long to beat these bigger guys like he's a super tough guy like he's got super strength he should be able to just knock them out like why is anyone taking more than one punch like things like these things that maybe you would give up and and sure maybe there's contextual answers for but like 
the more you question it, the more everything just saps away. I think like mm-hmm. bugs do that. They break the game in a way that you you yeah. start questioning everything about it. Every small gripe suddenly becomes huge. Um and and that's exactly what it did for Dragon Age to me. Yeah, where the Spider Man phenomenon or like it's part of the reason why I think my like views and thoughts on Firewatch are personally like shady because yeah. of like the like four times in a row it basically like crashed at the exact same spot right as like a dramatic super dramatic spoiler for Firewatch right like I found it like the dead body of the kid and it's like boom like it just crashed crash 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 it's like there's like so much momentum is being built to that moment and then it just crash again just like totally sucks you out and like breaks that motion it's like all right like let's just I just I want to be done now so I have to like stop crashing the game and like having slowed down and like all this stuff and it's like. I've gone back and played Firewatch multiple times. Um, like, I've done it based on, like, you talking about it, and people talking about it, and, like, every time it's just like, yeah, but, like, I've seen and done this, right? Like, it is still a thing, ultimately, of, like, I've seen this already. And, like, I'm, I'm, I can go in with fresh-minded and be like, this is cool, but it's also, like, it's also hard to remove yeah. how you felt when you first played that thing. And, like, you say it in the thing where it's, like, it takes a, like, incredibly open-minded person who's, like, willing to kind of, like, try to grow and try to kind of evolve, like, their thoughts on this. But it's also, just like, it's also really hard. It's it's, it's not easy yeah. to change your mind on things, especially because, like, humans are, like, predisposed to, like, fight tooth and nail for, like, the things they think are right, right? Like, it's, like, we think this is right. I'm going to fight for that, right? Like, I'm not going to try to get pushed around on, like, what I think. And so it's, like, instinctively almost, we want to, like, not change our mind on things. We want to not say... I was wrong. Like, I'm sorry. Like what I thought maybe isn't actually correct. What I like fought for wasn't actually like maybe it. Um, we're like creatures that are a not prone to apologizing and saying we made a mistake and B ones that are, like are really almost like programmed to like fight tooth and nail to prove that we are. And so I think that's also something that I really enjoyed about this is like, and again, that I think ties back into your own kind of mini narrative about it. Yeah. And it's like this, looking at this now, like three years later, like this is the the kind of background to everything I've written since this. Mm-hmm. To some extent, like I it, this making this and and putting this to to like actual pen and paper and and putting it out there, I think really solidified like empathy is is kind of like the core to every everything I do and right now um for better and for worse um but like that is so my approach to all things uh like i even when we were doing the meet ip like twitter series that that just like was making the graphics for i said i'm the self-titled empathetic gamer um and it's like it's something that like matters probably the most to me and it's like been my my point of stance of anything like around video games like yeah but like watch what you're saying because imagine how it makes someone else feel like you can say something more critical than that thing was bad dumb and ugly like like the the kind of universal challenge i've posed to everyone of like let's like try and be a little bit more nuanced so as to avoid hurting people intentionally or unintentionally you know Uh, and that's that's just always been my stance at this point yeah and i think that's part again. I think it is weirdly ties in really well with the best recording we did right before this, where it is like it does. It is like that kind of start of, I think, 
a, a new era for you, right? Like, or at least not even like a new era, but like kind of the culmination of that, and like you kind of really charging forward with it from there. And like, empathy is a big banner word for me and you. Like, obviously, I, I would assume anybody listening to this is well aware of that at this point. Yup. <laughs> but, but I think that how you convey that and the way that you describe it and the way that in the stories you tell and how you really try to capture the feelings involved in both like the pros and cons of chasing after that ultimate experience, right? Chasing after that, like that, that moment in games, right? That we all crave for and we all like then having the conversations that we all want to have, um, I think is done very like beautifully and very clever. And, this is just, I don't know, like, Alex Talks in general is a really, really, really great series. And I know that you're soft on it and we're not jaded, but, like, are more critical. Um, but, like, I think it is it is a testament to your abilities in general, but also particularly your abilities of writing, right? Like, you're a very good writer. And you or so have I keep a, telling everyone. Yeah, right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But, like, you have a way to convey emotions, right, very effectively, I think, very well. How you feel, right? Like, it bleeds through whether you're writing about it in, like, a video essay, whether you're writing a feature, whether you're writing a review, whether you're writing, like, a fucking Sunday chats thing. Like, you just convey mm-hmm. them in a very, like, personal, intimate, and vulnerable manner. And I think that is key here, like, in so much of what you do throughout all of your various, like, write-ins and videos and interactions in general. Like, you exude a vulnerability that like takes a it takes a lot of like strength and courage in its own right to be like vulnerable in general right um and to kind of not just like even like embrace but like actively like want to kind of share these like intimate personal connections with people and i think empathy is kind of the beating heart of that throughout and just like wanting to learn and talk to and connect with the people and so I've always loved that. And like, it just, it literally just bleeds through this entire thing. And like, honestly, like if you watch all of the episodes of Alex talks, it is like a cornerstone of each and every one of them in its own way of just like listening to others and like stopping and thinking about how like the words and actions you say and do affect them or could also like inspire them in its own way. Right. Like it's the pros and cons of it. And like how just cause you think something doesn't necessarily make it to like, only like definitive fact like they're all things we all needed to hear in 2016 and they're just as salient if not more so now in 2019 right like this video to me ages well because like its core central message is just as powerful and so that i think is one of the biggest takeaways from the video it's very flattering i don't know if i have a follow-up to that (laughs) that's what i gotta say um Uh, it's a cool video i like it's it's neat I've learned more it. about it talking about it than I than I thought I would. That's why I think I really enjoy having these. And I, I think in particular, you said it in the last episode, where it's like, it's strange to have to talk about, like, your own write-ins or your own kind of creations. Hmm. Um, like, it's a, it's a weird phenomenon. And I think, though, that it can lead to, like, a lot of, like, really cool like insight and like illumination into like where you were at and like where you are now right like the growth or just like mind space um and it kind of provides you windows into kind of 
how it was received by others and how it kind of hit others and also just things you can like see with eyes and kind of ears in this case, I guess, and like that weren't your own. Um, like it, it very much happened for like Oregon Trail or Daily Premonitions and like just getting together and having these conversations about these pieces, I think has been one of my absolute very favorite things about them. Just like discovering all these new things that we didn't necessarily think or know about before. Yeah. And most of all, shout out to how skinny I was in 2016. Shout out to how... God damn, did I look so good back then. (laughs) Gorgeous, beautiful, and perfect. Alex O'Neill remains to this day. Absolutely not. See, Um, like, like, man, I wish that hoodie fit around my waist quite the same way it did back then. (laughs) Alex O'Neill is a Norwegian god. That's not Norwegian. He's Thor incarnate. <laughs> um, Don't have blonde hair for sure. Has blonde hair and blue eyes. I don't think I've wielded a hammer in my life. <laughs> you are very much worthy of the hammer. Like you, you. in game spoilers, like Captain America. <laughs> except for spoilers it, in this one. Except for you'd be Thor. And I'd be Captain America realistically. Um, which I guess Quinn, makes, maybe edit out some of these spoilers. Maybe. Um, <laughs> it, uh, look, I gotta be honest. I feel zero regret over the fucking Firewatch spoiler. <laughs> yeah, the Firewatch one's cool. The Firewatch that one's like five years old. All right, yeah. if you've played Firewatch, also like doesn't mean a lot outside of the game. Yeah, it's like I I have no regrets. The only spoiler game is do. a little. Re- it's a little bit of a overwhelmed. Hey, the Russo brothers did say <laughs> it's okay now. I know, you know what my favorite part about that is like. Because I, I didn't watch until Saturday, and then, like, I watched Saturday, and then Monday, they were like, do whatever you want. IP had immediately no chill in that slack. They were just like, we're just going to just put everything up, and it was like, god damn, I really just dodged a bullet, I guess. We were just yeah, waiting. Really I, also, I have no idea if Jess has seen it, so, like, I she I assume, okay, I was like, assume, but, like, I have just not, she's not ventured into these things. But anyway, I think we've kind of run... <laughs> A bit, of course, here. So it seems like a natural stopping place. Uh, Alex, what, are, what are final thoughts you have on the ultimate experience in games? Uh, I, I really like this video. Uh, I like Alex Talk Season 3 as a whole. I think, you know, like I said, I, I get hung up on like the looks and sound of it a lot just because I, I worked so hard to get it to look we're, halfway And we're perfectionists too, yeah. Yeah, but I just like there was there were so many nights I spent in that room like doing test shoots and recording audio like it's gonna be good it's gonna sound good it's gonna and it like never sounded that good, <laughs> um, so like keep in mind I have like such baggage when I go back to these videos like sure, if yeah. I did them now I think they would be different, um, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know there, I I also want to say like maybe there's a there's always a possibility I might revisit. Alex talks in the future. I think it could be fun to do if I had the right setup for it. Um, I would do it very differently now, but uh, I'm really like, I'm really happy with, with if you look at season one, season two, and and then this like actual feature season, like I'm really happy with how it evolved, how it, how it turned out. I don't know if there will ever be one again, but if there is, I hope it's as dope as this video is. Mm. I agree. It is one of my absolute favorite things that you've done. Which is saying a lot. Give it anything bad. It was only so, three years ago. <laughs> um, everything has been just as good since you missed my very flowery line. It's yeah, fine. You're right. You're right. Um, Alex is perfect. And so with that, 
I think that is going to end this discussion of this best of read. Um, you can find all of Alex's wonderful everythings on rushpassions.com. Um, IPP input is not on, but he's been on before. I've been checking that out anyway. I was he on a really, really somber Bioware episode. So. Yeah, I think you've been the most frequent guest, maybe. Um, no, three times, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, so go check all of that out. Go check all of the best of list reads by now. At least some of them will be up, presumably. Um, at the very least, you can go to irrationalpassions.com and check out the best of list and go read them all as well, because we like that. We like to write in word at irrationalpassions.com. We're big fans of it. Uh, we refuse to march quietly into the video future. It's a weird one to say on this particular... On this podcast. On this podcast about this video. The but, audio um, future. Hey, well, let's go. We like we like words at our Ash Passions. Tell us what you think of divisive or divisive. Let us know which one you say in the comments below. Tweet or it, if you say both, like me. Tweet it at us. Pixabrave, please. And um, Pixabrave, yeah. Until next time. Bye. I don't know. Just bye. I love you. We love you. Stay. You know what? Better one. Quinn. Edit that out. Or keep it in action. <laughs> keep it in. Keep it in. Keep it in. Keep, keep, it, keep in. it all in. Until next time. Don't be a dick. Nice. Stay rational. We love you. Bye. Play your games. Bye.